Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Everybody, what's good with you? Hey, Sean and Brad. I'm Brad and Sean. I always say Sean's name first because he's handsome. Back again, like we never left, guys, beer, sports. Hey, we've been uh, a little hit or miss lately. So we've got some content we'll be pushing out. We just, uh, you know, taking a little backseat doing this for our personal lives. There's some sort of transitions going on, getting those things uh, finished up and wrapped up with a pretty little bow on them. So we'll be back a little bit more, probably less through the summer, but definitely as uh, football starts, training camp starts, and then as the season starts, we'll definitely be in the house uh, today, we want to come and talk about the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs just wrapped up. Just wrapped up. Yeah. NHL is still going on. There's some things going on uh, in Major League Baseball. We can talk about all those things. I'm sure we'll talk about some NFL stuff. There's some interesting uh, things brewing in the National Football League. Sean, good morning. Good morning, Brad. Uh, it was very, it was very good uh, intro there. I'm sorry, I'm just pulling up some stuff on NLB as well because I haven't had that. Late already. I tell you, Sean was too busy getting pressed and pressed this morning to do any research. So just, hey. you'll have to forgive him for his hey, normal hey. lack. Of- <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, listen, um, all you fathers out there, this is coming out on Father's Day. Glad that we're getting this out there for you guys. Uh, all your mothers that are supporting fathers and, and significant others that are considered both fathers. I don't know. Anyways. Hey, happy father's <laughs> day. You guys. It's our day. Yes. Let's let's to, uh, uh, to all you fathers and uh, anyone playing the role of father. Thank you. Yes. Fathers are very important in society. And uh, I hope you feel wildly celebrated on Sunday and every day and uh, you nothing but barbecues weird presents like ties and coffee mugs and you know weird polo why shirts. is it that father's day you get the weirdest presents too it's just like hey dad i got you this tie mm. yeah yeah i think it's because it's the yeah i don't want to get into it but I, I think there's a conspiracy with the mothers to make it not as great as mother's day but. <laughs> it's all right i mean you know just put put some meat on a on an open flame and i'm pretty much okay yeah, I don't care about yeah. the gifts. Whatever. The it's, gifts are not essential. That's exactly it. It's like whatever you know. Let's let's face it. We're we're not carrying the child for nine months, and we're not doing anything like that. Like our our contribution is pretty much you know, hey, don't do that. Do this. I mean, not that mom doesn't do that either. I'm just saying. That's I mean, good fathers are going to be. We should we should probably stop where we're ahead because I think we're we're wading into da- dangerous uh, river rapid territory. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you talking about, Sean? I feel like coming up. What are you talking about, Sean? You, you, so and so. What are you talking about? Yeah, I totally Let's talk agree. about the Sean Watson. That seems to be way less inflammatory than where Sean's going. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the seat brad <laughs> you think um, that with everything that's going on with this sean watson i mean seriously uh you know being that you are a cleveland browns semi-fan or whatever you claim yourself to be um he's gonna get a suspension right i think we can all maybe wrap our minds around that today 
Do you agree with that? I think that, yeah, I mean. I think it's a year. I think it's a year. You know, but then, I mean, honestly, you've just made this trade for this quarterback that you're not going to be able to use this season. So what, Baker, Baker, hey, stay here, Baker, for one more season. Well, they got they brought in uh, Jacoby Brissett also, so Jacoby could start, right? Oh my gosh, it's it's a. I mean, it's definitely. Is this a, the most Browns moment ever? I was just gonna say it's just very much Cleveland fashion, you know, like hey, oh, everybody's kicked that. Nobody else is going for this uh, shiny new toy, but Cleveland, we we know better. We're gonna we're gonna bring this guy over because he's free and clear from all his legal troubles. Oh no, he isn't. Oh boy. Uh, oh man, man! I, I, it really feels. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is too far, but it feels like a giant misstep. It feels like the the Sean Watson camp celebrated too early, and then like oh, yeah. everyone else is like, "Oh, you have nothing to say, no regrets." <laughs> oh, okay, but now we want to say something. Like, yeah. you know, we didn't want to pile on, but now we're going to pile on. Yeah, I, I just think. I mean, first off, you know, justice has to be done. In some way, yeah. some form. Uh, secondly, um, you know Deshaun Watson. You got you got to check you got to check your life. I don't know. Like there's some there's some life things that you need to go. Well, through. And the Houston Houston Texans need to check out what they're doing too, because some of those allegations that are now coming out about them providing him, uh, you know, access to those things, and you know, well, providing just, him a hotel room to use. It seems like the NFL is behind, is behind every other sort of league as far as that's concerned. Yeah, with the NHL especially or the NBA, like the NFL, still I don't know, like the teams still treat these guys like uh higher higher than like you know above reproach and it's just like listen they're they're human beings that are going to be fallible and if you're making this easily and accessible to the a 21 year old who really i mean is just learning the basics of uh what their decisions are i i i think i think you're gonna have to look at or he's a predator either way i feel like if calvin really can get six games or get a whole season for uh, I guess it was six games for laying out, you know, bets during yeah. the football season. I, I just well, what are you saying about what are you saying about women and protecting women if there's uh yeah, you know, maybe what he did wasn't criminal, but it's still distasteful. Absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing, is that in what the are same you way it, well, it, I would argue the same way that Calvin Rid what Calvin Ridley did was distasteful and not illegal, yeah. right? But you know what? It, so, I, I'm just gonna walk back my words here. Because the NHL is guilty of that as well. I mean, pretty Everyone much every is. every 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 league is guilty of that, and it's just like it's, on it's every time. industry. Every yeah. industry is guilty of it, right? Yeah. If you if you're a person who makes a company money, yeah, especially in the millions of dollars, mm -hmm. you get a little more juice because they don't want to take it away. We, I mean, we know that. I mean, that happens in the armed forces. No. That happens in corporate yeah. America. That happens. But the in counter, a lot of the places. counter, the counter of that though is that you do have people that just make false allegations as well you know so yes you know i just i find it hard to believe that 28 or 26 no, I, I totally agree with you that's that 
<laughs> I'm not stating that. But when there was three. I was yeah. like, mm, maybe. It's yeah, a exactly. Exactly. You're like, man. But when you're starting to see the little flames licking above with yep. the smoke, it's like I yep. think this. I think there's a fire back there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. No. I'm and, and in Cleveland fashion, let's let's make this deal. Let's make this deal. Cement this. It'll be interesting to see even how they navigate the contract part because. Uh, it sounds like there's a couple of things. One is the, they might have some voidable language in there that if he was, but the other thing is they put him for a million dollars this year. So if he did get suspended or fined, yeah. you know, that amount would be less. And so that's some shenanigans also, but who knows, who knows where it falls. Hey, just to let you know there, Brad and uh, our listeners, well, we were going to have Reed on uh, today, but unfortunately with Reed's hard partying, I guess there was some sort of storm. I'm not sure if it's his fault there. He literally, he literally uh, texted me here, you know, we have zero power and internet since last night, poor guy. So I don't know what in the world happened out there in Massachusetts and Lowell. Reed, you got to take it easy, man. <laughs> you got to take it easy out there. Jeez. Maybe walking your cat in the rain wasn't the best idea, Reed. <laughs> But happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. And happy Paul birthday. Reed, I love you. Sorry for the cat joke. I just, it's Father's Day. What do you want me to do? Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, we miss you. Yeah. Uh, and happy Father's Day, Reed. You're doing a great job. Absolutely. Bang up. Bang up. Yeah. Uh, yeah I really uh, wanted to get Reed's thoughts on, uh, on <laughs> as what? a Boston fan on the finals. And we can talk about basketball in a second. But the funniest thing that came out of, the Golden State Warriors winning the NBA championship was that the two, you know, the owners from Golden State are from Boston. Did you see this? And did you watch the trophy celebration? No, 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 I didn't. I do what a terrible Boston you? accent, but one of the owners was from Boston and he was like, this is pretty sweet for two guys from Boston to win with their team in the garden. And everyone started booing them. <laughs> oh, it was gold. I, I was I was happy to see Andrew Wiggins get a championship there on Golden State. I didn't want Golden State to win. I gotta be honest, uh, you know. But yeah. I'm I was also happy, happy for Steph Curry to play so well. I thought that was a cool thing. I was just happy to see that it wasn't a super team out there. This was a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like probably the least talented Golden State Warriors team to win. You know, it it was a team, and uh, it was a team effort. Uh, and maybe maybe the day of the super team is uh, done. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know what's interesting, or maybe it's not interesting, but Steve Kerr now has uh, nine championships. Is that and you're I including? Think... No, it's got to be more than nine, is it? Oh, no, no, it's no, nine no. as a player and a coach. That's right, because he wasn't there for the he first won. one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he won three, and uh... no, he's he's won five uh, as a player and four yeah. as a coach. Yeah. That right. Um, but the interesting thing is that right now he has the most rings, uh, along with that's definitely um Bill Russell and Bill Russell. Why can't I think of his name? It's Bill Russell and it's uh Bill Jackson. Bill Jackson and Steve Kerr. I think those are the only three play only three people in in the NBA history that have nine rings more than. That nine or more rings. Well, that's I think it's interesting. I don't think Steve Kerr gets enough credit. 
Yeah, but. well, you know, uh, great basketball mind. Um, yeah. He's very passionate. He mixes his politics in with the games. So. Yeah, appropriately, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, people, people appreciate it. People appreciate their honesty. At least it was honesty. You know what I mean? And uh, I, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. he's It's not, the personal uh, level of it, yeah. right? I think that's yeah. what it does it for me. I think the same thing about Greg Popovich or really uh, any coach that speaks out when they're being, you know, sincere. I mean, even Jack Del Rio coming out from what he had to say was, uh, you know, I mean, at least he was saying his own opinion. It was stupid, but at least he said his own opinion. I, I personally, I, I enjoyed uh, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey addressing yeah. media yeah. and Congress and everything. That was, uh, yeah. that's, that's going further to the weeds here. We're still yeah. talking we about don't need, Yeah, let's not. Yeah, we, don't, we don't need to talk yeah. about it. Uh, but, you know. Uh, interesting that Jason Tatum got in the weeds and got wind hid in the bushes. I think that's um, that's going to be an interesting thing to dissect as we go in the offseason. I think he has a lot of work to do. I mean, he's still a fantastically talented player. Fantastic. Uh, he's 24. I, I think, let's face it. Boston wasn't expected to be in the finals. I mean, were you expecting Boston in the finals this yeah. year? I yeah. wasn't. So this is a good step. It's a good stepping stone. I think, um, you know, Golden State had a great year this year, and, and, and it showed all the way through. Uh, well, and they weren't having one, and then it turned around when uh, old Holy Cannoli Clay showed up. <laughs> That's not true. Right, the- right off, remember right off the bat, right in the beginning of the season, they were hot. They were hot, 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 and that was without Clay. Yeah. And then Clay and then they came went back. Slumped, then they went slump city yeah. and like fell to the play in, and then Clay came back and pushed them back up. And yeah, you know they made a good run. And, and was, you, you knew, know. you knew, like there was there was enough talent, there was enough horses to get them through. And Wiggins, I think, surprised everybody. Andrew yeah, Wiggins. he played better in the finals than he had the entire postseason and maybe the season. Yeah, yeah, he was. They he shouldn't. Was, they probably shouldn't have survived. Golden State before wouldn't have been able to survive Clay Thompson being so slumpy and Draymond Green. Right, they both had two sets of terrible games. Um, you know, but really were carried through by Mr. Wiggins. Yeah. No. I, and of I'm course, gonna... Steph Curry. I thought that it was interesting that Steph Curry finally won a Finals MVP. That's been a knock on him, right? Right. That he finally right. that he wasn't ever a Finals MVP, and you could tell what it meant to him just watching his reaction at the end. I think he yeah. knew that that was the time he carried that team through. Uh, what a great season for Steph Curry! I mean, he's, he, yes. he breaks Ray Allen's uh, three point record and then yeah. wins his fourth championship. Yeah, great job for him, really. You know. Yeah, fantastic job. And I think what what the NBA landscape's going to look like next year, who knows? I mean, you know, it, the movements are so sudden and quick and drastic, and you can switch, like, people, well, the soothsayers out there will switch wherever LeBron or Durant or wherever anybody else goes. It's like, all of a sudden, that's going to become the team. And these guys are getting old. Let's face it, they're, they're getting old. They're not. I mean, neither one of them made any noise in the playoffs this year. So you have no. to wonder if that's a uh, anomaly or if it's the beginning of a trend. Well, everybody's got a time in their sun, right? And uh, yeah. like, I think I think LeBron takes the all-time scoring record, but 
that's about that because he's not that far. You know what's off. interesting about that is the scoring record doesn't necessarily equate with the best player. No, no, no. I, I have. Or well, even the best player at his position. Do you think? Do you think Kareem's the best center to ever play in the NBA? I still think that Shaq definitely the Shaq. Yeah, well, I, th- I think Kareem's maybe even third, maybe fourth. Yeah. I mean, he scored I a lot of points. So did Carl Malone. Is Carl Malone the best power forward ever played in the NBA? No. No. So uh, uh, the points for the points for me is it's cool as a record, but like it's not. It doesn't indicate. It's not to the me be all that, and end all. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. uh, but you know, it does show a certain dominance from a player. It's just that. It shows. It definitely shows the dominance and a longevity, right? Yeah. I mean, we can say those things, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean they were, you know, the best. The quintessential the breaks... best or the best of the yeah, position. Yeah, you give me a guy that breaks a scoring record in 10 Although, years, like let's talk about that, right? Let's like, face that's... it, though. He's, he's going to be the best small forward in, in all of the NBA, I think. LeBron James, I think you could definitely say that. Best forward. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think so. I think that's safe to say. Over Larry Bird, guys like Larry? I think it's safe to say. I mean, Larry was great. You know, oh. no problem oh. with Larry. It's just that LeBron was, you know, great. <laughs> Better. I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, you could that. disagree with me. It's just an opinion. It's just a. Well, I just, I, I'm just running through the encyclopedia of small forwards or just forwards in general in my head i'm just trying to i think you know it all depends on i guess where you put those folks at small forward small forward probably just forward in general i don't know tim duncan was pretty phenomenal phenomenal yeah absolutely yeah yeah but the thing is is that when i when i look at when i look at lebron's career and some of the garbage teams he played on and still brought them to the finals I don't, I don't know what to say. He played – those Cleveland teams were terrible, except for the one year where they had Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. But you look at the first three teams that Michael Jordan had, they were terrible also. They weren't – No, he needed, he needed Scottie Pippen. He needed uh, Horace Grant. He needed some people around him. He needed some well, those, people around him. So let's just take that apart. You think that if those guys – you know, that's always look at it. If, if those guys had – to say any other all-star shooting guard at that time like let's just say reggie miller was on the bulls instead of michael jordan do you think they win those championships interesting conversation uh or do you think yeah, that michael drove them to get that right it's, it's a similar conversation for I, Kobe I, I do think that michael probably had to you know like when you have a look at the last dance you see how michael is saying he needs some people with them they, they end up adding it i mean michael had some he had some fingers in the pie to build that because he knew yes, what he needed. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. If you swap that out, you just take that roster and you substitute Reggie Miller in there, does, do they win championships? Or any other shooting guard, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't there was nobody like Michael. There was nobody like Michael. Yeah. You needed Michael to be in that. You know what I mean? It, it, you couldn't swap Michael out of that. No, no. But I'm just saying that even, even still, to get through the Pistons, you know, because the Pistons had a very good team, and to get yeah, through them, phenomenal. yeah, they had to get they had to get some backups with them. That year that LeBron was with uh, on Cleveland, where you had uh, J.R. Smith Jr. 
love, but there was no Kyrie. Kyrie that was gone that year off the Boston. He brought that team to the NBA finals. And to me, they had no business being there. Yeah, it was, it, it was all him. Yeah. Yeah. That might be his greatest season. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something to look at. It's like, that's a, that's a huge thing. Um, say what you will. I still don't think he's, I don't, don't think he's Michael Jordan. You know, we've, we've had this conversation multiple times. Uh, but I do think he is one of the greats and he's going to have to go down. As one of the greats. Yeah. He's one of the, he's definitely one of the greats. He's probably top five already. Yeah. You're going to have to accept it. That. Yeah. So congratulations to Golden State. I really want a Boston to win. That's funny about the owners being from Boston. That that's that's a great. You got to go watch it if, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, pull it up. It's uh, <laughs> I see that. It was it was one of those un just forgettable moments that you didn't see coming. It was fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of unforgettable moments you don't see coming, how about these Tampa Bay Lightning? Huh? Do you think they're going to be able to get over the hump here and win three in a row? Speaking of you know, three in a row, the dynasty. Oh, you mean yeah. three cups. Okay, so game one starts. What right? else would I mean, Sean? What else would I mean? I don't know, I, mean? I don't know, because game one started. What really matters here? Yeah. You know, you know what I love, though, is that, you know, this is the first time that the NBA championships are completed before the Stanley Cup finals. It's mm. also the first time we're in the Stanley Cup finals, they've had a two-game rest as opposed to just one day of rest because of TV rights and everything, because otherwise they would have ran right into the NBA finals. And they know nobody's going to, nobody's going to watch game one of the, or game two of the Stanley cup when you have the potential winning game going <laughs> on. Have, so you have game six of the finals versus yeah. game two of the Stanley yeah, cup. Like, like, yeah. So yeah, they, they moved a, it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, man, listen, a few things I want to say about this. Um, I was critical of Colorado going through this year because it's like, to me, they really didn't have much competition. Nashville, they swept them. St. Louis is probably the closest competition they had, but they, they injured their goaltender and done. Colorado's uh, overall uh, depth was shown when they sweep Edmonton and they lose Kadri in game three and they're still able to complete the sweep. Uh, Kemper got injured as well. Uh, and Frank Coos came in. There's some depth on Colorado. And Edmonton was exposed for taking out because, like, everybody was like, oh, wow, they took out Calgary. Edmonton is going to be such a good team. They go up against Colorado. And it's almost like Colorado has never gotten through that quarterfinals. First, the bubble as soon as they did that. And now they're in the Stanley Cup finals playing a team who's won it twice. And it's funny because they were up 3-1 at one point in that game. And Tampa Bay, being the defending champions that they are, tie that game up, goes into overtime, and just that really bad goal. So they're figuring out ways to become champions. And the only way to do it is to play the champions. Uh, Tampa, who yeah, had... The champions you thought wouldn't be there? Is that correct? You know what? After they beat the Leafs, I thought that Tampa was going to go all the way. You hoped. You hoped. Because we all know your philosophy, as long as your team loses the championship, it wasn't a big deal, which is a loser's philosophy. (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. 
We are. Oh, the no only one else team. lost to them either. Like that's. <laughs> I can just hear you now. Like this. Yeah, but we, we gave them. We gave them. A, we gave them everything. We gave. Oh, them we gave them everything. Happened. So did everyone else, and they just they held out. And they just no <laughs> one could beat them. They were just lightning in a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, you know, you know what I find interesting though is that Braden Point's first game was in Game One back after Game Seven against the Leafs, so he was been gone for like ten games. His first game back, he really hasn't done anything. But we'll see what happens. Kadri yeah. might be coming back uh, for Game Two or Game Three in this. This is a great. This is going to go seven. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to go seven. This is a great back and forth, two evenly matched teams. Uh, I hope so. You know how I feel about Game Sevens. I know, I know. And uh, so far, there's been some very, uh, what, one big major game seven with Toronto and uh, Tampa, which still is going to break my heart. Uh, but now, I mean, you know, this is, this, is, this is the championship match that we thought we were going to see. And I'm glad that we're seeing it because usually you get robbed in some, some <laughs> hey, we made it, you know, some AC <laughs> team is in there. It's like, what are you doing there? Yeah. So I'm glad we're seeing this, at least two heavyweights going at each other, you know, in the prime of their careers, in the prime of their playoff runs, in the prime of their teams. This is great. This is great hockey to watch. Would you rather see Colorado win? Because uh, they, they've won before. This has been decades, right? It's been 20 years. Yeah, that's been so 20 Would you rather years. see Colorado get off the schneid and get a, bring a cut back, or would you rather see a three-peat? Okay, so I'm As gonna, a hockey fan. Yeah, as a hockey fan, I'm, I'm of two minds with this because you do want to see Colorado. No surprise. Yeah, no well, surprise. You, you know, Nate McKinnon is one of the greatest hockey this players. This is the most Canadian response I've ever heard. <laughs> Nate McKinnon. Well, either one would be great. Okay, well, thanks. Well, Nate McKinnon, uh, great hockey player, and, you know, it would be great for him to hoist a cup. Uh, Nate McKinnon from? Nova Scotia. Yeah. There yeah, you Cole, go. Cole Harbor. Yeah. It'd be great for him to, to hoist a cup. But at the same hand, Tampa winning the third Stanley Cup, there is just a handful of teams in the NHL that have done that. That is – a rarity that is something that hasn't been done since the 80s and yeah, I think, think about in any sport right i think it was the last time we went three with anybody yeah it's just it's just a rare feat it's a rare feat um yeah it would be something to see that like i don't even think i don't even think the patriots won three in a row you know they won a lot of championships yeah. i don't know about three in a row uh yeah, three three is the Back to back is doable. Three in a row is something. It's it, you're on rare, rare, rarefied air at that point. It's something amazing, you know. And would I would I like to see them win it? Like for, for that reason, yes. But I also want to hey, see nerf, Colorado. Nerf gun to your head. Nerf gun to your head. Who do you want to win? I'm gonna say Colorado. Thank At you. the end of the day, I just, I just wanted an answer, Sean. Just yeah. At the end of the day, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see Colorado because don't forget too that this will be three in a row, but it'll be their fourth championship as well. Uh, Tampa is a great team, but uh, we need we need somebody else in there besides Tampa in the East. Yeah. So 
I'm firmly in the Tampa Bay camp. I want to see a three-peat. You do, I, eh? I, just, I can't shake it. Yeah. I, it is I rare. It. It's so rare. And that's why I'm saying, I mean, like, but if you really have to put me there, I'm going to go. It's kind of game. It's kind of like a game seven, right? Like, you just want to yeah. see it. Like, because it's, you don't uh, see it very often in any sport, you know, yeah. like, man. I'm at 51.49. If you have to put a Nerf gun to my head. You always are. You yeah. always are. Of course. <laughs> hey, 49.5 right. to 50.5. Yeah. <laughs> and I got I got ace king and you got pocket aces and that's what yeah. It's just yeah, you know, it's kind of like when you just ask somebody like, "Hey, like what would you like to drink?" And then you like they're like, "Oh, what do you have?" and you give them all the stuff like, "Oh, I don't know, surprise me." Like, "Okay, you get the diet coke. That's what you're going to fucking get, okay?" Because <laughs> I just asked you, like, I'm trying to be, you know. You're talking to a Canadian who doesn't want to offend anybody. I know, but that's my point. I'd be like, hey, Sean, welcome to my home. Can I get you something to drink? And you go, oh, Brad, thank you for welcoming me. What do you have to drink? And I name off the eight drinks I have in my fridge. And you go, you know what? Surprise me. You're going to get a Diet Coke, okay? So you're going to get. It's a surprise. You're going to be the cheap version. Because that's what you get for not making a decision, okay? <laughs> that's the most American answer I've heard to my yes. Canadian answer. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Trying to be hospitable. <laughs> we waste three minutes of conversation giving you choices, and you're like, meh, this surprised me. You could have just said surprise when you walk in the door. Yeah, would I still get the Diet Coke then? No. I would have oh, okay. <laughs> you the best thing in the fridge, but because you made me go through the whole thing of laying it out, and then we're like, man, I don't care. Whatever you want. Oh, okay, whatever I want. Got it. I'm going to find the oldest, nastiest thing in this fridge. You're going to drink that and you're going to like it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's like, it's like being like, hey, where do you want uh, to go eat? And you're like, oh, like, let's go eat at, a, you know, the steakhouse. Oh, I don't, I don't want to eat there. I'd rather eat here. Why didn't you say let's go eat there? <laughs> Why are you asking me for my opinion if you don't want to know it? Oh. Stop. Oh. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Sorry. Uh, I went a little black there. It's well blacked out. That's all right. That's all right. Well, we got, we got all sorts of room and, and love for you there, Brad. I mean, uh, yeah, I have a lot yeah. of room and love for you, too. You got a lot of room for a guy of your size. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So NBA championship wrapped up. Uh, NHL. It's funny though in the NHL, they're still making moves right now. Like all these moves are happening. Like uh, Cassidy, but uh, Bruce Cassidy just got hired by uh, Butch, Butch Cassidy. Cassidy. I almost said Butch. I said Bruce, Bruce Cassidy. Almost, almost got. Yeah, he got hired on by Sundance Kid with him, folks. <laughs> he was ready. He was ready. Assistant, assistant coach. <laughs> so he got hired real quick. Like you know, Boston fires him. He's in Vegas all of a sudden. You know, so. Uh, Torts looks like he's going to have a job in Philadelphia next year. Tortorella, I'm glad you need somebody like that. He's yeah. not hes not a BSer. He's just going to hold you there and hold you accountable, you know? You know, this is my beef uh, with all of the sports. Is like, wow, like you're almost hamstringing the championship teams. You know, if they like, you're not going to be able to promote their assistant coaches off that. You know what I mean? That's always, it just always feels weird. There's not a bigger gap between the end of the season and the start of like yeah. when the next season kicks off because it feels, you know, but maybe that's, you know, I think you have more parity if you're losing coaches, you know, 
I think it was just wrong for Boston to fire Cassidy. I do. It's like, what are you doing? I think, this the, entire, you. I think the entire state of Massachusetts disagrees with you. <laughs> Disagree? Disagree with me? Yeah. I don't know. I would have loved yeah. to have Reed's opinion on that there. Well, we can ask him next time. There'll be yeah. another time. Because I was just like, man, why would you do that? I mean, you know what we should do and just spitball in here? We should uh, we should make a, a guy's beer sports uh, cat leash and harness for Reed, and we should send it to I him for his game. I want to do that. Actually, that's a okay. great idea. Yeah. Oh, that's a great Father's Day gift, too. Oh, yeah. Very versatile. <laughs> very, very versatile. Yeah. Have you been watching any Major League Baseball, my friend? I have been because there's been nothing else on. Uh, <laughs> I you know I keep up with I keep up with with MLB. I actually have the uh, MLB package to watch I, only because it's free with my cellular plan. But still, I still watch a lot of it. Uh, I follow some friends of mine that are associated with Major League Baseball and watch the games they're involved in and you know, that kind of right. stuff. Watch my Mariners even as bad as they stink. They're like the Mariners are just good enough for me to get pissed off when they lose. Like that's how I, good they are this year. I don't even get it. I don't get what happened to the Mariners so far, but it's still very early. I mean, well, it's a lot of injuries. I mean, that's part of it, you know. I mean, half the starting outfield you thought you're going to have, or two thirds, or whatever it is, is not there. You know, they put Mitch Hanniger's back on the 60 day DL. Jared Kelnick couldn't get out of his own way, so now he's down at AAA, destroying the ball, knowing that when he comes to the majors, he probably won't be able to do it again. Um, you know. Yeah. We just have some injuries. The pitching has been fantastic. You haven't, what you're watching is not, um, you know, we're not giving up big runs and not, you know, whatever. You just can't produce them. There's no, yeah, it's just yeah. It's the Mariners yeah. of old. You know, it's, it's, it's Felix it's Hernandez like, area. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, we're losing 2 0, 1 0, things like that. Just can't yeah. get the bats off. I think last night we finally broke a uh, 18 inning scoreless streak so we got we had that going for us and then last night they erupted for seven runs which means if you're betting folks today um maybe bet the mariners under because they're not going to score they wasted them all last night here i am the jays are their bats just seem to be coming awake now like i'm surprised how long it took vladdy to get into it bo bichette's been stellar well alejandro kirk alejandro kirk has been great Great. Almost every team has some slow starters, and you have to wonder how much of the impact of a shortened spring training had to do with it. I, oh, that sure. really that really laid into it. I think we saw that, especially yeah. with pitchers. I think we're seeing it with a bunch of uh, soft tissue injuries, you know, hamstrings, that kind of stuff. Well, I just feel – I don't know. Like, like right now, George Springer, God love him, but, man, it just feels like a sneeze of that guy, and he's gone for the like, – he's kind of the 10-day IR. George Springer. George, George Cheater, what do you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just feel like you sneeze on the guy and he's injured, you know? It's like, oh, gosh, like, come back. Uh, but Teoscar Hernandez, three home runs so far. Last year he was, like, over, like, uh, he was close to he was close to 30 home runs last year, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So, I mean, you know, like we're just, three we're right just now. Not to the, we're not even to the halfway point yet. I think it's going to be a, I know. like it always is to the end. But, you know, like there's there's a lot of surprises in that there. Barrios is starting to come back together. Alec Manoa, though, has been stellar, stellar. I don't know if you've seen his records right now in his first two seasons in Major League Baseball, but it is unbelievable. This guy's a stone-cold killer, man. Um, is he on your fantasy baseball team? He is. <laughs> He's the only guy that's not injured, too, it seems like. I don't know. <laughs> 
But here's the thing. If you're looking at the standings, as good as the Jays are, the Yankees are running away with everything. Them and the, uh, the Padres on the National League, they're just running away with it. Uh, Jays are still like the Rays of the Red Sox is creeping right up. And the biggest surprise this year is the Orioles, not half back. You know what I mean? They actually still are only early. eight games. They're only eight games under 500. That Ryan Mountcastle, I've been watching him when he was playing against yeah. us, and he's just breaking our hearts. And I'm like, this yeah, guy, he's a, he is he's a, a player. He's a player. Uh, the Astros, does that surprise you? The bounce back they yeah. had without without some of their major guys that they had there in that lineup? It's a different I lineup. Built, I, I think they knew what they were getting, what they were losing. It's surprising, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think they felt like they had the pieces together. To, I think they let those guys go for a reason. They felt like they had pieces down that were going to come up and make work. And I thought they, yeah, you know, I mean, Verlander, what he's doing, you know, he, he might, if he keeps going the way he's going, he's going to win the Cy Young this year at yeah, 39. Yeah. At yeah. 39, coming off a major surgery last year. Yeah, yeah. But he's got Manoa. Don't drug test face. that guy. Manoa's doing really good. So we'll see. We'll see. Alec Manoa's in that conversation, my friend. He's in that conversation. He is, but Verlander's been there. He's coming off an injury. You know how the voters work. I'm not saying he's deserving of it. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. I agree with you on that. That I agree with you on. This is not – you and I aren't having a civil, logical conversation about who the best pitcher in baseball is. I'm just saying that the writers of America (laughs) and their infatuation with Justin Verlander and his wife is going to get him a Cy Young at 39. That's all I'm saying. I, I like it. Are the Guardians, are they surprising you? How is that an expansion team? Is that expansion team? Yeah. <laughs> the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. I mean, I, I think they've been underperforming the last couple of years. I think this is, you know, they're finally Some rounding things. into who people thought they would be, what yeah. the talent they have, I, I think. I'm so surprised at the West. I am. Uh, I'm surprised the Rangers, like, that's the number two team in the West. Yeah. And they're look at all the money they look at all the money they spent over there. Yeah, the West started out hot and then they really leveled off. And the Mariners, like I feel so bad for you guys with 90 wins last Why? year. At least because he had 90 wins last year. It's supposed to be like, oh, we're gonna continue with this. And they could still hit 90. They could. They could still hit 90 this year. They were they were at this same point last year. You got to like, go on a major winning streak, right? You yeah, and it'll be fun. That's what they do. They yeah. start winning in August. They win August and September and don't make it October. Like, welcome <laughs> to the PNW. Now, like, uh, what's their face? The Braves won 13 in a row. And yeah. I think they just lost a game recently. So, it's like not to the Cubs. Last. Yeah. I think that they broke they broke their record or they broke like their leading you know their whatever thirteen wins and the Cubs hadn't won in like eighteen games or some stupid shit. <laughs> and the Cubs beat the Braves, and as they say, kids, that's baseball. That's baseball. <laughs> and the Mets are unbelievable too. I forgot to mention about the Mets, but nobody is as hot as the Yankees. The Yankees are unbelievable. It, unbelievable. <laughs> they are due for a run like this. Is what they always do. It's why everyone hates them. I, I can't stand it. It's like nobody it was they were on nobody's radar. What they go get Josh Donaldson all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, we got all these guys here. Don't even please don't like, don't do that to me. You know what I you know what I you know what I was reading about Josh Donaldson? Is apparently he's a racist. I I think I think there's some but apparently he's a he's a prickly person. Like no shit. Not, 
He's yeah. not well appreciated on the teams he played for, except for maybe yeah. Toronto. That's about it. But that's only because he won an MVP here. I don't know. But apparently he's a prickly person, but that guy could play baseball. Uh, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, Ty Cobb. He's like the modern day Ty Cobb. Is that it? Yeah. Mm. No. Maybe no. less talented Ty Cobb. <laughs> I just uh, you know, it's interesting about all that that went down, and I really don't want to get into that. Uh, but I. I don't know. I mean, what's where and what's where. But if he told him not to say it anymore, just don't say it. Don't do it. Yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of things. I think, uh, you know, a lot of things are on the table. If you're going to tease someone about it or you want to get under someone's skin. Yeah. Right. I think I'm, I'm actually a proponent of that. If you've said something publicly and then someone wants to like tease you about it, mm. that's on board. But as soon as that person tells you that that's off limits, then that should be off limits. Yeah, I just think exactly. that's the move. It's like, okay. Maybe not even tease. I just, man, I, you know, oh, God, mm. here's the thing. Pronouns uh, are just difficult for me as a mid-40s white male, right? I don't care what your pronoun wants to be. I have zero issue with it. I'll even address you how you want to be addressed as long as I know it. What really bothers me is when people get upset when you don't know their pronoun and you misuse a pronoun and then they get offended. It's like, man, sorry, I didn't know. Like, sorry. Like, that's just the thing. And it's the same thing, I think, for even this Josh Donaldson thing. He, where he crossed the line is where. No, uh, if, if, in fact, he told them not to say it, don't yeah. say that anymore. Well, yeah. That's, don't say it. When, like, uh, I'm such a victim blamer too, right? When did he tell him that? Like, in the heat of the moment? Because that never works, right? You're already arguing. You say, don't say that anymore. You're like, I'm, what are you going to do? You're going to say it again. It wasn't like he said it to him. And trust me, I, I sat there and I'm, I'm thinking over and over. It's like, I mean, he calling him Jackie Robinson, something that he called himself. And it's like, you know, like. So, it's so terrible. Is Jackie Robinson, is Jackie Robinson a racist term? Like, to me, it's an endearing term. It's a person that is a hero in baseball. Well, it's it's you know yeah except for in how it was phrased right in the tone that's the thing oh right? i'm sure i'm sure that there was like some some chippy calm down that. jackie yeah you know, yeah, yeah, said, yeah right like, yeah yeah exactly that's where it crosses the line but you I, know. I agree because it's a you know mocking term you know but that's also like it wasn't he like, wasn't what are you what are yeah, you doing comparing was, yourself to jackie robinson first off yeah dude dude come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You know, but then if you do say don't don't say that anymore, but yeah, you're right. If you just say it on the field, I mean, like in the like in the same conversation, like if he said that, if Josh, so Josh Donaldson says it right, and then Tim Anderson's like, hey, don't say that, and then he's like, oh, don't say it. Okay, I'm gonna say it three more times. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> if he says it and they're walking off, like they're walking off, and he says it to him, you know, like how it happened at second base, right, and then. You know, he's like, hey, man, don't say that to me no more. And they walk yeah. in the respective dugouts in the next inning, Josh Johnson says. Josh Johnson's a dick, right? Because that's too far. Oh, but like, I, I will definitely say that, you know. I, yeah. I just don't know 
maybe the full out race. None of us do. It's a sensationalized story. No one trusts. But he is definitely, he is definitely, uh, you know, like he's he's apparently he's a prickly person. He's the kind of prickly personality. But yeah. it's working in. It's look at in New York. him. Just look. You just know who he is, right? He's driven by some demon of like a fifth grade bully. Picked on him because he was like this doughy kid at recess, you know. And so he was just getting picked on. He was going home crying every day. And his dad was like, shut up and go outside and throw these baseballs. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm going to show this fifth grade bully. And that's just who he is. He just carries that chip on his shoulder. Because look at him. He don't look like a baseball player. He looks like he should be the manager of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> he looks like a 90s baseball player. Yeah, it looks like the guy that's like in the back office and you get upset at Dunkin' Donuts because they don't have the, like the hot glazed or whatever, you know? And so like they got to bring him out and he like staggers out and he's got crumbs <laughs> on his collar and his tie is askew. Do you remember you know, the John- pants don't quite fit. Was it John Crook or John Kirk? John Crook, I think, of Philadelphia. John Crook. John Crook looks the same as a baseball analyst as it is a player. Yeah. That's that's all you need to know. (laughs) 20 years later, old Crook, looks exactly the same. (laughs) But that was was the height. That was the height of athleticism in baseball back then. Yeah. Yeah. Before athletes athletes started playing baseball. Oh. I'm sorry. Woo. <laughs> uh, Daniel Vogelback was a fan favorite here in Seattle, and he's yeah. a big fella. Like, yeah. he, he's a big fella. Well, we used to have uh, Justin Garfield back in the day. And, yeah, yes. It, but like, Dan, there's there's video of Daniel Vogelback hitting a triple maybe two weeks ago. It's fantastic. Big man running. You know what I mean? Gets the third. Get a triple. Clearly, you got to have a pair clearly of Clearly gassed out. Clearly gassed, right? <laughs> And the next batter up on like the second pitch hits a deep fly to center field. You know, I mean, it's it's deep enough it should have scored him. And he no. is struggling to get down third base. And he looks like Kool-Aid man running down the thing. He gets thrown out. He trips and falls. <laughs> it's like it looks like beer league softball. Um anyway, do yourself a favor, go look up that highlight. It'll it'll make your day. Oh my gosh, that's funny. You're taking notes, kids. The highlights uh, to look up are the Warriors owners celebrating in Boston and uh, Daniel Volgaback trying to score from third. I love it. Well, I think that brings us to our one-on-one question of the week. But in honor of Father's Day. Special Father's Day edition. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got us some dad jokes here. Okay. Got us some dad jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So. You ready? Have the pages marked out. Yeah. What do you call a monkey in a minefield? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Sean. A baboon. Oh, interesting. <laughs> are you saying that monkeys are nimble and they can't dance around minefields? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying what's written okay. here. What's yeah. written here. <laughs> oh, here, here, here. I do I do have another one here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. These are so great. What oh. happened at the emotional wedding? At an emotional wedding? What happened at the emotional wedding? I don't, I don't know. The cake was in tears. 
So dumb. Oh, 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 I got another one. <laughs> what looks what red? What's what looks red and smells like blue paint? What looks red but smells like blue paint? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Red paint. <laughs> Uh, Sean, do you hear? Do you hear this? The tragic story of this eighty-six-year-old uh, lady that woke up in her house was on fire, and so she calls nine one one, and she says, "My house is on fire! My house is on fire!" And the fire department says, "We'll be right there." Can you tell us how to get there? She goes, "Don't you guys have that little red truck?" Yeah, the fire truck. She wanted them to get there on the fire truck. See. A little red truck. <laughs> you have another one? You have another one? I, I do. I have one. And we get, we'll close with this one. Okay. All right. It's the thing. Uh, this is courtesy of my almost six year old who learned it somewhere. It's, she gets me with it all the time. You ready? Yeah. Hey, did you get that thing I mailed you in the uh, in the old mail there this week? The thing you mailed me in the what? Yeah, the thing I sent you in the mail this week, did you get the package? No. You didn't get these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I heard, a, I heard another version of it, but it doesn't work anymore because, you know, we don't have CDs anymore. Oh. Hey, do you, do you like CDs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It only works if you're over 35. That's it. That's it. Oh man. Oh, that. You send a CD? <laughs> so who who are we thinking for that joke? Which which child there we have to give? Uh, that's uh Kobe Joy Joy. Oh, of, uh, there we go. Else. Kobe. Yeah, she'll tell you all the time. She goes, Hey, did you check the mail today? <laughs> <laughs> and she keeps getting you. <laughs> well, I just like to hear it say it. So oh, there we go. Part there we go. Part of my parenting plan. Oh. All right, kids. Till next time, be good to be good at it. Right. Oh. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.